Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things Bible. I am your host, Mitchell Heikamp, and with me is my co-host and sister, Michelle Waymeyer. Hello. If you haven't done so yet, then we ask that you follow us on your favorite podcast app and also leave a review so others can find us. We also ask that you log on to, like, and follow our Facebook page. So we'll try not to get on as many tangents in this episode as we did on our last. We can't promise anything. No. By me saying that, we're probably going a huge tangent. Which... I don't know. Well, probably because I'm, we look at our next line here and it could bring up a lot of things. So maybe not tangents, but just discussion, conversation. That's true. We're going to go with conversation. So yeah, these next two lines, I do have a lot about these next two lines. Yeah. So we're continuing on to the Lord's Prayer and we are now to, and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Yes. Where we can put sin as the word debt. For me, that's the way I look at it. It seems easier to comprehend. Yes, it does. But once you do comprehend it. Then you can go back to debt. I still like debts better. And it's kind of weird. Yes, sins makes it easier. And and Luke actually uses sins. And also in the the NLT, the New Living Translation, Mm -hmm. they use sins Mm -hmm. instead of debts. I think when you're first getting into the Lord's Prayer, it's easier to translate yes. it that way. Um, yes. Like you said, in, in it's better. It's easier to understand. Uh, yes, the concept yes. of Sins and then those who sin against us. Right, and then, like I said, with me, that's the way you learn the Lord's Prayer. To come back to debts and debtors, I see where you're coming from. It does. It's a great trans translation between the two. So, like we're talking about, we're forgiving debts and forgiving our debtors. And I'm not going to tackle the forgiveness aspect of this quite yet. Okay. Because once we get to the verse 14 and 15, that's all about forgiveness. Okay. And we're going to hammer it pretty hard there. Okay. I mean, we'll touch on it a little bit here. We'll go in depth on the forgiveness in 14 and 15. Later on. Yes. Okay. So, like I said, I like, I like the debts and the debtors. But the use of debts here is a metaphor for Offenses that need to be forgiven. Okay. It's right in line with the same concept of sins. You know, if somebody sins against you, the concept of somebody has a debt against you is, is the same concept. But notice that we we don't forgive that sin. We don't forgive that debt. And I think the reason I like the word debt is because I look at it kind of like a loan. Yeah, you have to pay it off. Yeah. So if somebody borrows something from you... Let's use money for an example. Somebody comes up to you, hey, can I borrow $1,000? Okay. So you let them borrow that $1,000. Well, now they have a debt to you. Mm-hmm. Well, you can make this correlation, a metaphor between this debt and sin. So if somebody has that debt to you, you can forgive that debt. It'd be like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I don't need that money back. Right. I'm good. I'm glad I could Just, help. Yeah, I'm glad I could help. Just... Forget about it. Go on. Move about your day. Whatever. Well, if you look at that in the same concept of sin, if somebody sins against you, they can't repay you. Right. So all you can do is is forgive that sin and move on. If you don't forgive that sin, well, now you're just you're holding on you're to just that. Holding on to it, and that's that's not healthy. Mm-mm. This is the kind of thing that we're really going to tackle once we get into verse 14 and 15. Okay. 
There's a whole thing about if you hold on to your sin, or if you, you hold on to your forgiveness, if you don't give that forgiveness, then the bad things that could happen from there. And right. so we're going to tackle that later on. But right now we're just looking at this whole debt compared to sin kind of aspect of it. And that's where I kind of like that aspect of debts because I like that metaphor. I guess that people, goes along yeah, with it. you can, you can look at debt as an adult. You understand what debt is. Yeah. I so it's, it. <laughs> I know, right? We, <laughs> we all have a lot of it. Um, well, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of people have debts. Yeah. So they can, they can quillate this between the two, between sin and, and debt. I just, I, I liked how you said that, that you can just be like, it's okay. I'm glad I could help. You know, there's no reason to repay it. Pay it forward, yeah. basically. I like that, pay it forward. And I hope that there's people out there who who see that. Um, it just makes you grow. I don't know if it brings you more joy to just to say, someone did that t- for me. Now it's my turn to do that to you. And then in hopes that that person gets as much joy out of it as what you did, that they will pay it on as well. I just, yeah. I like that. I like that as, I wish someone would pay my debt, and then one day <laughs> I could pay off somebody else's debt. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I wouldn't hold your breath. No. Maybe think, one day Noah will pay off my debt. I think that's Olivia. something we all want, <laughs> but I don't. Uh. <laughs> pay a forward. <laughs> I would love to retire and do this podcasting full-time. But Wouldn't that I, be interesting? That would be fun. Yeah, that would be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I got too much debt. Forgive forgive me. I yeah. will not be able to help you. Banks, if you're listening, you can forgive our debts. <laughs> In the Lord's name we pray. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. But going back to this, notice in the line it says, forgive us our debts as we also forgiven our debtors. Notice it's we're forgiving the debtors. We're not forgiving the debts that they owe us. So this is going back to the whole metaphor with the sin. We're not forgiving the sin the that they sin committed that happened? against okay. us. Uh-huh. We're forgiving the person who committed that sin against us. So, yes, somebody's going to sin against you. It's the way the world works. Yep. Don't hold on to that. Give forgiveness. Right. That doesn't mean you have to befriend that person. Thank you. Or act like nothing happened. Thank you. You just forgive that person. Forget about that debt. Forget that sin. And move Move on. on. Yeah. Keep on moving on. Mm -hmm. And preferably in a direction where that person can't sin against you again. Right. But. Yes. Depends on the the situation that you're actually in. Exactly. Exactly. But yes, the the big thing that I really wanted to highlight there is the fact that we are forgiving the debtor and not the debt. So again, making that correlation to sin, we're forgiving the person who sins against us, not necessarily the sin itself. Because in God's will, it's about relationships. You can have a good, clean relationship with somebody and not be friends with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that 
I pray for and I love that I've never met. There are some people that I pray for and love that I just assume avoid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's mm-hmm. not because I don't love that person. It's just, I know that there's potential trouble there. So yeah. the best thing to do is just to steer clear. Right. Right. And I'm sure people look at me the same way. Absolutely. Yep. There's no reason to hold hatred in your heart. Yeah. And I do have another excerpt later on. Uh, once we get into that 1415, mm-hmm. verse 1415, that's an excerpt from another letter I wrote that talks about a story that happened to me on my last deployment yeah. where somebody kind of attacked me, not physically. So we'll talk about that and... And a lot of people, a lot of people can get attacked spiritually and faithfully. I mean, it's, if someone doesn't understand, and again, one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is so that maybe people can understand, but if they don't, then it's almost like that person, I don't know if it's a jealousy because they don't understand or they don't have the relationship. And so they can, they can try to harm you. They can be your debtors. And forgive them. This forgive. actually goes in perfectly with our next line. Okay. Because you made a comment that spurred a thought in me. I'm like, I have that somewhere in my notes. I think we've talked about it. But I'm like, oh, no, it's coming up in our next line. And you know, I don't read your notes because they're overwhelming. So They this, are overwhelming, apparently, is, for some people. Right. So let's move on to and lead us not into temptation. But... Deliver us from from the evil evil one. So, the original Greek word used for temptations here Mm -hmm. is, I don't don't know if I want to say this right, because I don't know Greek or Latin or Hebrew or any of those languages, but it's periasmos. We're going to go with it. Sure. I'm going to try not to say it very often, because that actually sounded better out loud than it did in my head. So. (laughs) Which means? Testing. Okay. Another word. For temptations, a lot of translations use tempting or temptation, but there are some that actually use testing. So it says, lead us not into testing. Well, what what does that mean, leading us into testing? Well, right, because I think it's easier to understand temptation because we all know what a temptation yes, is. Yes, we are all surrounded by temptation. Yes. Daily. But the same word, this word that I'm going to try not to say again, uh-huh. is also used in Matthew 4, 1. Hmm. And in Matthew 4, 1, this is where Jesus is led into the wilderness. He just got baptized by John the Baptist. And now the Holy Spirit shows up and leads Jesus into the wilderness for his 40 days of testing. Okay. Again, in the actual translation, it says, He's led to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, Mm -hmm. but he's being tested by the devil. Again, notice that it's the Holy Spirit. That's guiding him? That is guiding him into this wilderness. Well, who's the Holy Spirit? He's he's part of the Trinity. Right. So you could also say that God is leading him into the wilderness to be tempted and tested by the devil. So this concept of... God testing his people. Mm-hmm. This this is a biblical concept. Because if we It started in Genesis. It did start in Genesis. In Genesis twenty two, one through two. 
this is after God promised Abraham that he was going to have a son and it wasn't going to be Ishmael, but Isaac between Mm -hmm. Abraham and Sarah, they have a son named Isaac. Well, once Isaac gets to a certain age, I don't remember the exact age off the top of my head. God tells him, Hey, take Isaac and everything you need, go out to the area of Moriah and sacrifice Isaac to me. And Abraham says, okay. Mm -hmm. So they load up and they they go out there. They find the area. Mm -hmm. Abraham prepares everything he needs to prepare, puts Isaac down on the table and prepares to sacrifice Isaac. Mm -hmm. And then he's preparing to kill his son, the son that was promised to him by God. Mm Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, Angel says, whoa, 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 stop, stop. Now now we know. That you have a commitment to God. Yes. And a ram shows up stuck in a bush. And so they grab the ram and they sacrifice the ram. Mm-hmm. But Abraham was tested by God to make sure that Abraham's heart was right. Because who was Abraham? He was the father. Right. I mean, this is where it starts. Mm -hmm. This is where the Christian lineage begins. Right. Yep. Like we already covered in Matthew 1. I mean, the genealogy of Jesus starts with Abraham. Abraham. So, yeah, it it started right there at the beginning. And we're all tested. Yeah. We're all tested. tested And we all have temptations. And to remember these stories, these happenings in in the Bible... It just, it's an eye-opener of what we can do with our hearts being in it. Yeah. Being guided. And as we're talking about testing and tempting, we probably can't skip over the the whole 40 years wandering in the wilderness by the yeah. Israeli people. After oh, were, yes. After they were pulled out of Egypt, after Moses rescues them from after Egypt. After being slaves. After they let my people go. Mm-hmm. Then they were deemed unworthy to go to the promised land, so mm-hmm. they had to wander the desert for 40 years. But as they wandered their desert, their shoes never wore out, their clothes never wore out. They were given food, as in, in the form of manna from yes. God. So God took care of them yes. for 40 years wandering through the desert. But he was testing them the whole time. And not, and they. They gave in to to temptation. They gave in, but yet they were tested again mm-hmm. and tested again. I feel like it was not a one and done scenario. No. It took 40 years. Yeah. It was not a one and done for them. So, yeah, that was all part of God testing them and molding them into the people he wanted them to be. So whenever he sent them into the promised land, they would have a heart after after yes. God. Yes. So, I mean, both these stories tell us boldly that God will test his people. He will test his people. And even with, okay, yes, God tests us. And God will test us daily, typically. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that God's causing bad stuff to happen. All the bad stuff that happens here on this world, that's... That's the devil. Right. That's not God. Right. Now, there probably are times where God could save us out of a troubling time. 
but he may not act as quickly as we want. But that's probably because there's a teaching moment there and he's testing us and he's trying to help us grow. And he wants to see where our heart is. Yes. Probably. And for me personally, when I look back at the hard times in my life and not probably not the most recent ones, I mean, looking back mm-hmm. when you're far enough away from it to where you can see the whole situation, you can see the growth. I can see my personal growth in every hardship that I've had in my past, no matter what it was. Like I can see where it's changed me. I can see how I've grown. Mm-hmm. You can see all that in hindsight. You can't see that when you're in the situation. Right. Right. So you need to have that faith to be able to look back at the stuff that God has done in your life and how he has worked in your life and trust that he's doing the same thing, even if you're in the midst of a hard time now. Mm-hmm. If you are struggling at this current moment that you are hearing this, take the time. Obviously, pray about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But take that time and look back at how God has worked in your past. And if you're new to prayer, if you're new to Christianity, if you don't know God, there's stories everywhere. I was just going to say that. God works in other people's lives. If you don't remember a situation in your own life, think about how it happened for maybe someone else. You've heard a story. Someone out in the community has said something. Somebody, You heard something on the radio. You heard something on a TV show. You heard something at work. If you see that God's worked in somebody else's life, it can help you to realize that if he can help you, he can help me. I'm just going to pray on it. And like Mitchell just said, it may not be that you get that answer today, but down the road... You can now look back on the situation that you had that you prayed about and see how you have grown and how things have changed. Yes. 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 So use your own personal past situations. Use the past situations of other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But whenever you're praying for your current situation, bring that stuff into it and thank God for for how he has already worked in your life or in somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And if it is in somebody else's life, then ask God to work in that same manner in your own life. Right, right. I guess the big thing is just remember to pray and to give thanksgiving for what God has done for you already. Right. And I want to say also, and we talked about this in our Bible study, to find your peace. Yes. To find your peace. I think that I found my peace I think that, you know, you have found your peace. I feel like, you know, our family is finding their peace. I don't know yeah. if some of them have got it there yet. But it brought up a, a memory that I had. So this is our tangent. Sorry, but this is a story that I wanted to tell. So mom recently stated that she's selling dad's trike. Yes. A very hard moment. Mm-hmm. But I cried yesterday morning. Just tears flowing, not sobbing, just tears flowing because one day I was heading out to your house to work on this podcast before we moved it into town and thinking it was a Sunday afternoon and it was nice outside, but it must've been fall time because I turned the corner Dad was on that trike. He was in front of me. He had on his goofy hat. (laughs) He had on a sweatshirt. And he was so much at peace. Yeah. It brought tears to my eyes. Okay. Peace. 
It's <laughs> all right. That is my last memory of Dad. And I think that's why I have my piece. He was riding that trike. And he was looking at the sky. He should have been looking at the road. But he was <laughs> looking at the sky and looking at everything around him. But he never noticed I was behind him. He did not notice until I turned into... Mind you, this is in, in town. So for any of you that know the area over by Midmark, you know, I turned onto 47. I saw him. And we drove out to your guys' road. So we went down 185. We went down Versailles Yorkshire Road. He is looking around. Probably driving 45 miles an hour. It was slow. And I stayed far <laughs> enough behind because... <laughs> God love him. I thought if he pulls into Mitchell's, we're never going to get this podcast done. So, you know, I stayed far enough behind. But just in that moment, and you don't realize it at that moment. I, I don't realize it until, you know, yesterday morning after, you know, all of the heartache that goes in with selling that trike. But just the peace that he was in. So... I am thankful for that. I thought I made it through the last episode with, without crying. Just Good. note to everybody. But I just wanted to share that because you can definitely find, find peace even during a storm. And like I said, we talked about this at, at the Bible study that we were at. And I just, I pray that his people can find their peace. So, Tanja over. Cut. Okay. <laughs> you insist <laughs> okay so going back to it while well, michelle was drying her eyes <laughs> so, sorry people <laughs> so yes the lord does test us and you know it could be in a big way it could be in a small way but by asking or by praying here in this prayer to lead us not into temptation we are acknowledging our awareness that we need God's help and protection from the devil's attempts to lead us astray. So we're just acknowledging the fact that, like I said before, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted or tested for 40 days. This is kind of our way of saying, Lord, don't lead us into that temptation and that testing by the devil. Protect us from that. So just as a, a last final little note here on this idea of this tempting and testing, God will test us. Yes, he will. And the devil will tempt us. Yes, he will. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Because when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, like we said before, and I don't know if it was in this episode or previous episodes, I don't remember. But when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we enter into god's heavenly kingdom when we enter into that heavenly kingdom we will then live according to god's will so even though we're living here on earth where the world does not accept or acknowledge god's will then we as followers of christ mm -hmm. are to live that will so this whole clash between us living by god's will and the world not accepting the will of god 
that clash there, that battle between good and evil, mm-hmm. that's where the devil tempts us and where the Lord will test us to make sure that our hearts are still pure, that right. we are still living by the will of God. And so going back to this whole lead us not temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, this is what it's all about. It's yeah. about protecting us from the devil while also trying to live God's will and being tested by God. Every day. Yes. Every day. So. And that's why we pray every day too. That is why we pray every day. Because every day we are tempted. Every day we're going to be tempted. If we pray in the morning, we are going to be tempted that day. Yes. We need guidance. We need help. And we, and that's what we pray for, for us to be delivered from that evil one. Absolutely. This, I mean, the breakdown of the prayer, and when it's all said and done, it's like I, I've said multiple times, the meaning from when you first learn it to the breakdown of it is so much bigger, so much better, so much. I don't even know. I don't even know what words to say. It's just so much more than I ever thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of ways to interpret this last line. My favorite way of looking at it is with the whole idea of lead us not to temptation being the fact don't lead us into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. But instead of doing that, protect us from him. Mm-hmm. Keep him out of our lives. So we are free and clear to put God in the captain seat of our lives. Mm-hmm. But there are... We kind of cover it. There are different ways of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Well, we are, again, out of time. We are out of time. So whenever we come back, our next episode, we will... We get verses 14 and 15. Yeah. Mitchell's been talking about verses 14 and 15. So I look forward to hearing the breakdown of that. And I could see 14 and 15 being its own episode. Okay. Maybe even two episodes. Because, yeah, we still have that letter. Mm-hmm. So it's possible 1415 will be one episode. If it lingers on, it's okay. It might be two episodes. That's all right. We all look forward to it. Hopefully we can get it wrapped up in two episodes. (laughs) And then, yeah, we'll go on from there. So for this episode, we are going to say thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to send us a friendly hello, And you can email us at purefaithpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you like what you hear, if you like what we're saying, if you like our content, then we ask that you share the show with others so we can all work together in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. And we will talk to you again next time. We hope that you find your peace today.